Previously on Nerd Punches Nerd. Haha. Yes. <laughs> Adam, you Sam. Victor I think the mine. score. I, I think the score is like Sam eight, Jeremy eight, Benji one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. Hello and welcome to Nerd Punches Nerd, the only podcast where a bunch of nerds pretend to physically fight over minor pop culture minutia. I'm Jeremy, here with Benji and Sam. Hey, what's up, hey. uh, composers? That's right. Hey, hey, composer. <laughs> hey, composer, what's your poser? See, we're making up songs on the podcast. You know, That's you're pretty good. History, history in the making. Yeah, that's right. Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy does the lyrics, I do the music, so, you know. All right, so, did you hear the lyrics? Here, okay. The lyrics are, what have you done with all the nerds? Go. What have you done? What have you done with all the nerds? Did I do that? Dum, dum, dum. Whole song right there. So is that is that actually going to be a remix? Are you going to sample Urkel's actual voice? Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, it's yeah. going to be like it's going to be kind of a little speed metally and a little dubstepy at the same time. Ooh, uh-huh. fancy. Yeah. Okay, interesting. It's be fancy, fancy. What I like about that is it's based in truth. Yeah, and you know, there's there are enough lies these days. You know, so <laughs> that's right. So yeah. today, before we get started. We're going to have one of our classic, let's see what we can come up with off the top of our heads, given a couple minutes of preparation games. We go around the room and ask everyone a deceptively simple question. Are you guys ready? Yep. Yeah. So Let's go. Right now we're doing the best acting performance in a bad movie or TV show that elevated it to the point of being watchable or even more than watchable and i think today we're gonna go in a very simple circle so we'll start from the most west in the country to the most east in the country okay I guess okay this is me going first uh-huh. um so i'm going to pick Christopher Lee in Attack of the Clones, and he plays Count Dooku. He was not there in the whole movie at all, but that was like the only, that was the only like real, actual kind of redeemable part of the of the movie because there was that initial sh- uh, awesome, I guess, shock value, so to speak, of Yoda fighting um, in the second one, the first time you see Yoda fight. But still, when you look back, and it's kind of eh, since it's not a good movie, it doesn't really have a lot of significance to it. In my IMO, you know, in my opinion. But um, right. I I, enjoy, I enjoyed that, and I thought it, it elevated the, the at least that scene a bit. He was a good bad guy. Why has Christopher Lee? Wait, but Christopher Lee. How does how does Christopher What's... Lee sound? He has like that kind of. You did not seriously think that a hobbit could contend with the forces of Sauron? There none that can. You All must right. be a Sith. Yeah. That's a that's an interesting choice. I guess I do remember. Him the talking to uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and thinking that that mm-hmm. scene was reasonably well acted, even if I thought his scene with Yoda made no sense at all, because, come on. 
Right. These two old guys are going to be leaping around. I I didn't buy it. And remember the the book. The well, book Yoda, that... Yoda was only eight hundred years old at that point, so he's still sp- pretty spry. Yeah, yeah he was, was. He was a spry little young chap. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> wasn't Dooku, which was let's be honest, a terrible name. Dooku wasn't he supposed to be like hundreds of years old also? Probably. I mean, it's it's weird. It, all right, I think we can move on. So who? So which which one of us is more Eastern, Sam? Oh, I'm definitely more East than you. Okay. Most most people aren't aware of this, but the East Coast of the United States is not really straight north south. It's very much like north east to southwest along the coast. So, being that you're farther south than I am, you're also farther west. Right. Okay, so I guess, for me, it's interesting. I see a lot of movies, and uh, not a lot of them are great. I was first, I was thinking about a movie I saw recently called Runner, Runner, but then I realized Ben Affleck, although he's good in it, doesn't make the movie watchable because most of the movie he's not in it, so it isn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't fit the category of making it watchable. So I'm going to have to pick a movie called Be Cool, which was essentially the sequel to Get Shorty, if you remember that one. Yes. Yeah. I really like Get Shorty. Yeah, it's a good movie. The sequel is not a good movie. Mm-hmm. And the performance that elevates it is The Rock. As I had a feeling as to that, yeah. Who puts in an interestingly flamboyant performance as a gay he bodyguard. Like a, he was going to say, right. And who wants to get into acting. And he was great. And no one else was. John Travolta okay. was awful. Whoever else I forget was in it was also un- was forgettable. And The Rock is really the only thing. I remember John Travolta being boring and The Rock being good. That's basically all I remember. So I guess mm-hmm. that's what I would pick for that one. And Mr. Sam? Alright. So, actually, first of all, I want to say that I'm I'm surprised that you didn't pick Raul Julia from Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh, yep, see, that's here's the thing. Uh, I find that Street Fighter is, like, in general, is like a so bad it's good. Excuse you, me. You actually Claude, like Street Fighter. Jean-Claude Van Damme's performance is, is, is wonderfully terrible. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> he lights up the I see your with, point. with awfulness. I mean, Roll Julia, yes, he makes the movie better just because he is, you know, he has an actual legitimately good acting performance in it. But come on. We are going no, to no, go no, to I, the Ambisa that kick him okay. so hard. You know, you know, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun movie. Uh, so, because of my big legs. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Raul Julia, like, um, like I, I think he would be a legitimate choice to pick, but you do make a good point, Jeremy. I, I, I'd agree. I, I accept that. Okay. All right. Uh, so go on, Sam's. All right. So, so I had, I had a couple of different like sort of answers. Um, the the best answer should have been Alan Rickman in Robin Hood: Prince of Thieves, but the problem is that Alan Rickman's performance in Robin Hood: Prince of Thieves really isn't very good. Oh. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that I, actually doesn't really work. I was asleep the entire that's, movie. That's more like, Mr. that would be the answer Ponto. to um, what really awesome actor gave a really bad performance in a bad movie. Oh, that's a different um, category altogether. Right, different, completely different category. So that doesn't yeah. work. Um, then I thought about, um, because I was thinking about Street Fighter, then I thought about the guy who played uh, the bad guy in Mortal Kombat. Um, I don't remember who the actor was, but... Um, 
Uh, what's the guy's name? Shao Kahn or something like that? Shao, um, Shao, yeah. no, Shao Kahn is from the sequel. Uh, Shang right. Tsung. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung? Okay, Shang Tsung. So the, the, the bad, I remember him being like a, a pretty like fun, evil performance, but mm-hmm. um, probably even better than that is um, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Um, both both bad guys actually are pretty entertaining. There's two of them, but Jeremy Irons especially. Uh, oh, Jeremy Irons is ridiculous, and but like amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was hilarious. He he's like I mean you you haven't seen overacting until you've seen Jeremy Irons like his his the skin is practically coming off his face. He's acting so much. Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. I would recommend the movie just for that. Cool. Okay. Even and and it's it's an awful movie. It's really terrible. But uh, it is a terrible movie. Even but, though, but Jeremy Irons is is just amazing in that it, movie. It, definitely, he definitely makes it watchable. The thing is, like Dungeons and Dragons is actually kind of a sad movie because the guy who made it had been working for like years to try to get funding, and he was like really passionate about it. But it turned out it just it wasn't a good movie. It's just kind of sad because he really was like passionate about it. It's an interesting just story like Watchmen. Da, 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 no. Yeah, but let's be honest. Zack Snyder is going to be starting to film Batman versus Superman, or is it Batman versus Superman, or is it well, Superman the... versus Batman, <laughs> or is or it Superman? Superman? <laughs> no, no, hold on. Here's a twist. Or is it Superman versus Batman? Oh. Well, here's the thing. There's definitely going to be a lot of like slow motion slams in that movie. No, no, no doubt. There actually so, aren't that many in Man of Steel, which you haven't seen. Right. But... No, I didn't watch Man of Steel either. You really should watch it at some point, so at least you can be angry about it if that's what your reaction will be. <laughs> Is that the only reason to watch it, just so I can be angry? No, because I want to have a discussion with you. All right. Aww. Aww. I'll, 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 I'll put it on, the on my list of. <laughs> bad movies that I should watch so that I can have discussions with Jeremy about that. Well, I also don't think it was bad, and that's kind of why it's... In, it I, it's actually kind of a long list. Well, we should have a, we should have a podcast, like, when you guys do the special podcast, we should have one of uh, nerd, nerd, nerd Adores Nerd, and it's you guys just having a lovely discussion about... about <laughs> and, then, and, then, and Sam, when you, <laughs> when, you, uh, when you watch the movies... Jeremy's like, oh, I'm so happy you did that. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. And just, he's so pleased. He's like, that's great. That's great. Well, see, here's my idea. We do a commentary of Man of Steel, and yeah. after 10 minutes, we devolve into, like, a furious shouting match so you can't hear anything other than just us yelling, and then the commentary abruptly ends, and that's it. Right. And then, <laughs> it's, and then, and then it's the, the two title hours of silence. Nerd adores nerd. No, no, so listen, it's ten minutes of, sh- uh, we, we start talking, oh yeah, we're having a good time, then we start yelling angrily about the movie to each other, and then suddenly just no sound, and then for two hours, silence. What do you think? I like it. We call yeah. it. Yeah, I think it, it has, I think it has some, right. some promise. Let's do it, let's do a virtual Skype shake over it. As you were, as you were. <laughs> as you were, as you were, gentlemen. All right, maybe we I, should uh, on to the to pack. For today. So today, yeah, and today's topic is. Wherever else it goes, 
As you can tell from uh, Mr. Benji's posturifying, today's topic is music. Or music. Music? I can't hear you. What did you say? All right, all right, all right, all right. Enough. Okay. Please. Okay. <laughs> Please stop doing that. <laughs> I think it's like the Olympic theme or whatever. But today yes. is kind of the Olympics of of us of us in a certain in a certain way, a certain sort. Can you explain how, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, because we're going to be talking about some of our favorite concepts in nerdiest music, you know. And we'll get into what I you know what we mean by that in a in a little bit. But you know, part of this is just sort of a a way to talk about what we like in music from a nerdy perspective. I mean, sure, you know, everyone could talk about. Oh, I like the Beatles and Nirvana, and uh, I think uh, Katy Perry has nice uh, facial features. Um, but, you know, other than those universal truths, I feel like we could get into something more interesting here. So instead, what we're going to talk about are a couple interesting categories. So the first thing I want to bring up is, who is the nerdiest musician other than Weird Al Yankovic? Okay. Okay, first of all, why other than Weird Al Yankovic? Why because, are we putting him aside? Is it is it universally acknowledged that he's the most nerdy musician? He's gotta existed? be. Can you think of yeah. anyone more? I mean, I, I feel like that's not really something that I'm an expert on. But all right, well, I don't know. Fine. First of all first of all, what, what makes Weird Al so nerdy? Well, other than because... his sort of self identification as a nerd and his topics of music and his way of singing about being a nerd itself. I mean, his white and nerdy song was sort of a celebration of being a nerd. And it was very yep. popular. Yep. And he's been doing yep. it for a long time. You know, he and it went to the top of the Billboard nerd charts. So, uh, <laughs> Well, he has a very intellectual approach to music as well. You know, mm-hmm. He's very well-versed in every genre of music. You know, he does these parodies and sometimes style parodies of all these sorts of things, you know, everything from one particular R.E.M. song to the, you know, this entire album of Metallica or whatever. You know, it's, I think it's very interesting from that perspective. But, you know, I think it is certainly true that he's probably the most mainstream of the nerdy musicians. So, uh... Right, that doesn't mean he isn't the nerdiest of them. Unless do you, well, what do you think, Sam? Who, other than, would you say is the nerdiest musician? I don't know. I don't really know of of musicians that I could point to and say these people are nerdy in the sense that, like, you know, they're into, like, really nerdy stuff. Like, you know, if you want to talk, like, um, writers, like, fiction authors, or even, like, actors, comedians, like, I feel like I could talk a little bit about that in terms of, like, who, which of those people are, are like, clearly nerdy or identify themselves as nerds or into, into nerdy things. But, like, you know, what what musicians, you know, were just at, like, New York Comic Con? I don't know. Were there any? Like, it's a tough question to answer. I don't know that there are many well, there, but there, were, there definitely are some that come to other conventions that I've seen. But... Let me give you my nominees for okay. nerdiest musician other than Weird Al Yankovic. Okay. If you want to give me a drum roll, that's fine, but, you know. The nominees are... Ben Folds, 
of Ben Folds. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Devo of uh, Devo. Mm-hmm. Daft Punk of not being able to be seen. Uh, yeah. Okay. Gorillas with a Z. The cartoon band. Uh-huh. Beck, sort of like the original hipster, and therefore the best one. And finally, they might be giants. Wasn't wasn't Elvis Costello the original hipster? Yes. We're not talking about hipsters. <laughs> but I'm calling Beck more of a nerd than a hip, than a hipster. I mean, I feel like Elvis Costello was the hipster that all other hipsters ripped off. You're right. So my final nominee is Elvis Presley. Not Elvis Presley. Elvis Costello. Well, I don't know how he got... Yeah, I don't know who nominated him. (laughs) Who's on these things? Any of these committees? It's a conspiracy. (laughs) Probably the gyms. Well... (laughs) Um... So, um, wait, who was the first person you mentioned? So, Ben Folds, Ben Folds, Daft yeah. Punk, Gorillas, Beck. I have, one more, giants. I have one more person to add to that, and you guys wouldn't, wouldn't get it, but this more is just from just popular music knowledge. Rob Zombie is actually a huge nerd. And, he, uh, well, I know he's sort of like a horror movie nerd. Yeah. Right. No, 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 but that counts as being a nerd, a horror movie nerd. And but not only that, here, but yeah, but horror, horror is not like a particularly nerdy genre. No, no, he's, he's okay. Okay, there there are a few things about this. Okay, so yeah. he first of all is known like to be really into like video games and things like that. Now, obviously, we don't want to delve too deeply into you know which which uh, musicians like nerdy things. Obviously, that you can find tons. But but my point is is that he particularly takes nerdy fantasies. And, and heavily incorporates them into both his music and his live performance. I'm getting this because I saw his, uh, uh, kind of on a fluke, I saw him live. And part of his setup is not only does he have, you know, he has some girls dancing and it looks kind of horrorish. First of all, he's got this huge monster uh, head behind him. Okay, maybe, maybe that's just really metal. But here's the other thing. Through every single song, he has um, like a projection or like a, a movie screen that um, that that projects something from from a horror film, and usually the horror films are like old school horror films, like from like forties, fifties, and sixties, like things right. like that. Right. So so I think it's very nerdy how he takes his 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 intense nerdy fascination with these things and puts them on stage. Okay. All right. I buy that. It's also, also interesting that you were that you, what you were saying about it being like a you know that that the thing he had was like really metal because. Like while while metal is normally considered to be something that's cool, there's a lot of overlap between oh, yeah. metal oh, and nerd. Yeah. There's like yeah. a lot of overlap. It's really kind of like just eerie. What do you mean? Well, the nerds often. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of the thing. Like people people who are into metal are into you know like fantasy, um, you know like swords and monsters and stuff. It's like the same kind of stuff. That well, you see, yeah. like, like the nerds are into, like, the, the metalheads are into the same stuff. You Ronnie know, like, James Dio. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, uh, Ronnie James Dio, who is one of the guitarists for Black Sabbath, he, um, uh, he uh, also, he had this band, Dio. And, like, their symbol was, like, a dragon or something like that. Um, you know, Black Sabbath has its own sort of fancy stuff going on. Iron Maiden, definitely. They do a lot of stuff with, like, Death and the Undead. But they, like... It, it, like it's very fantasy laden, 
And if you want to go even further back, it's not exactly metal, but like Led Zeppelin has like a few songs. Oh, Led know. Zeppelin is like super nerdy. Right. So we could even all their songs are about like like the Hobbit. What? Not all of them. They 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 have, they have a few songs, that, but they actually have a line that says "In the darkest depths of Mordor" is how it begins. Yeah. Led and, Zeppelin and Rush also. Rush is like super nerdy. Well, Rush definitely and he, is. Yeah, and he he looks he looks like a nerd. Like the whatever his name is, <laughs> Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's I don't think that's who what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> he is actually, Jeffrey Rush. Actually, that's that's Sir Jeffrey Rush. Oh, right, sorry. Very well. All right, well, so how does how do those people compare to our other nominees? Well, I can I do know that um, you know, of the the people you mentioned, um, I know that Ben Folds is pretty nerdy. Obviously, um um uh they might be giants. It's pretty nerdy and uh um uh, ben Daft, Folds. Daft Punk is also like very nerdy. The other ones I don't know about so much, so I can't right. really so, compare. Let me give you a couple points and examples here. Yeah. Um, Devo is an absurdist for the sake of absurdism. Uh, ben Folds used chat roulette at, at his concerts. All right. <laughs> so he turned it into a, uh, like a live sex show. That's what he yeah. did. Yeah, basically. Uh, you know, the gorillas, you know, use intentionally anime-inspired iconography and animation, mm-hmm. you know, and certainly they have a lot of sort of nerdy references in their videos, too. And yeah. Daft Punk, you know, scored Tron Legacy. And also, yeah. like, their their whole thing is they're robot, robots. And here's the other thing. Yeah. They, yeah. they have this, I haven't they're seen They're alien it. robots. No, yeah, and not, not only that, check this out. Um, they have um, Craig, it's a shame that Craig isn't here because because he's really into this. Um, uh, if you remember when Daft Punk's, if Daft Punk's first hit one more time, if you recall seeing that music video, it was kind of this anime-ish video. And that's yeah. part of, and for their whole album, that the album that I was on, Discovery, they have uh, all like the music videos for that. They, there's like a, like, is basically a short film. Like, like there's like a accompanying short film with all the music called Interstellar 5555. And there's a whole mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like yeah. a metaphor. For the, yeah, I've, so seen, that's, that's I've pretty, seen some of it. Yeah, it's pretty nerdy. Like, that's, that's a... <laughs> Like, no, I said I, I know I'm aware that Daft Punk is pretty nerdy. After Jeremy yeah. mentioned it, I, I remembered some of that yeah. stuff because so, yeah, I've, I've seen some of that movie and stuff. It's it's yeah, for sure. Pretty nerdy. Sure. Yeah, space I mean, in space. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's... they might be giants. Does have a lot of sort of nerdy type stuff. Topics. They have, you know, yeah. they're yeah, certainly their topics. Although not all of their songs are necessarily like that. Some of them are just weird. No, there are there is an entire genre that I don't think either of you know about. It's called Nerdcore. Uh-huh. Have you heard of that? I, I've heard of it, but I'm not, I don't know much about it. Nerdcore is sort of like hip-hop music with nerdy influences. Okay. Like, you know, a lot of times there's... It would be like a rap song about, say, Nintendo or something. Um, okay. You know. And many of them are white. And many, of them, many of them suck, I imagine. So, <laughs> that's I what don't... you get to. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the conclusion we come to when we say right? not all of them, white. That, yeah. But but we, I because I, I have heard like some of these things that like and that were like really bad. Oh um, well, you know what? There there was that. Remember the the video, the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. You yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean that, that's one of the nerdiest songs. I can't believe we didn't mention that. That's like 
This should, that might need to win the nerdiest song of all time, the best nerdy song of all time. That was, it was kind of a hip hop thing. That was like a. It's not really hip hop. I know. Right. I know but it's, so let us decide right. who is the nerdiest besides Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> all right, ready. And the winner is. All right, right now, right now, I'm leaning towards Daft Punk, unless somebody can convince me otherwise. And Benji, what do you think? Uh. I, uh... Can you say the list again? Ben Folds, Devo, Daft Punk, Gorillas, They Might Be Giants, Rob Zombie. Um, you know, I'm going to have to go with They Might Be Giants, even though they're not my favorite out of those. I, I, I kind of have to. They Might Be Giants. All right. And the winner is... It's still Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> okay. Yay! Woo! Cool. I do. It, I will say about uh, one thing about they might be giants. They're like insanely prolific. They have tons, tons of music that they that they produce. Like more. I mean, you know, more than you would ever think, unless you were a huge fan of theirs. One of my friends in college was a huge fan of theirs, and he had all their music. And it was it was just like, you know, album after album after album. Like it just went on. Uh, all right, well, let's move so, on to our, our next category: yeah. worst performance of music by a nerd. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um. So, uh, who's gonna who's gonna say the nomination for this? Should someone give the backstory, or should? Why don't you go ahead, bitch? So I haven't seen this, but I believe it. Um. Apparently, if you get uh the um the DVD for the greatest show ever created, okay, Firefly, um, which has one of the greatest uh songs for uh, for, uh, for something nerdy ever created. Um, on it, um, there's like a special feature where you can see Joss Whedon, the Nerd King himself, do a terrible rendition of his own song that that he wrote. Um, and uh, apparently, it's really bad. I don't know that it's bad. I'm just taking. Be, you're, you're talking about the theme song to the show. Yeah, I just said that a very round like the Ballad of Jane or something, right? It's not a. Oh, that was that was performed well. The point is the song sounds good, but he apparently did a performance of the of the theme song, yeah. and and it apparently is really terrible. I'm getting this off of Jeremy. <laughs> so. I did, yeah, I did watch it. I have, I have listened to it. It basically goes a little something like this: Take my love and take my land, take me home. <laughs> Wait, what were the lyrics again? <laughs> It's not entirely being fair, but that's not the point. Uh, and the award goes to... Weird Al! <laughs> <laughs> no, it, that wouldn't be fair. So the answer is still just Weird Okay. It was a tough contest, but... Uh... Alright, so the next interesting category is soundtracks to nerdy films. Stay tuned for part two of the podcast. 